What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast in Pennsylvania. And like I told Paulie last episode, we're going to be doing the best podcast in all the country by the end of this year. And tonight, tonight we got an episode that is going to basically, you know, it's going to solidify why. And the person that we have coming on the podcast tonight, we got another guest, not another debate. We got another debate coming up next week, so be on the lookout for that. Congrats to our winner of the debate, actually, E-Rock. But tonight, tonight, we got, we got something just as good as the debate. We want to welcome on our friend, our, uh, our, also, you know, like, a legend. We're going to call you a legend tonight because you are a legend. And we want to welcome on Coach Rock. What is going on, Rock, man? How the hell are you doing? Hey, man. Happy New Year's, guys. Glad to be here. Glad to have Very you on. Excited for tonight's you, episode. Yeah, man, we're glad to have you on. Uh, one thing I, I will say is that it took us a little while to get you on because our schedules are crazy and you were busy coaching. And now we're, we're, we're absolutely honored to have you on as the first guest of the year. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to uh, get into what you're coaching here. And, guys, I put a little video up on our Instagram. And if you guys do follow us on Instagram or Facebook, I'll put the links in our, our post here. But... Do you guys remember when you were a kid and we went to our sportings event and we just had that one coach that we just loved him? You know, it didn't matter what he really said, but he always got us hype. He always got us energized and he always got us motivated to dominate on the field. And then we were still hyped when we left, whether we lost or won. That's Coach Rock. That's Coach Rock, bro. That You yeah, remind man. me of that. That's Coach Rock all the way. That's Coach Rock. And, you know... My my thing with it is this, Paul. I don't know about what you think, but we don't have a lot of coaches right now. We don't have a lot of leaders. Yeah. And to see you, Rock, out there doing what you do, giving the energy that you do, and more most importantly, the dedication and commitment that you give to those kids, it makes me feel good that we have people like you out there teaching our youth and leading them in the correct way. So thanks for doing what you do. Even though they're not my kids, you know, it's an honor to have somebody like you that I know. That we can have on a podcast that does that, man. So thanks for doing. Thank you, man. Doing. I appreciate that. You know, uh, the youth is important. They're leaders. They're next generation, and I feel as my duty as a man is to make sure that these boys go on the right path. And a lot of that sometimes go through sports. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, when I, when I was growing up, one thing that helped me a lot. It's funny you don't realize it until you're a little bit older, but like doing the youth sports helped me like become who i am and a lot of my good memories yeah. as a kid are you know you sports. sports man i like, agree yeah yeah man and rock we're just, we're just talking about it off camera how uh <laughs> like nowadays like these kids don't understand it they don't um they don't get that attention or that that you know that uh, that privilege to be able to do these youth sports so to see somebody like you coaching them and actually understanding that and giving them full yeah. attention and effort you know it means a lot because I mean, like I said, we all grew up with it, and you yeah, know. you know, like I said, we come. I come from a background like that. You know, I grew up. Uh, I lost my father young. Sports helped. Sports yeah. really paved the way for that, and I understand what it's like to be a kid today. Like, you need somebody there for you. You just yeah. you need somebody. You need role models in your life that's going to guide you in the right direction, help you. Because sports isn't just about being athletic. It's about being turning kids into leaders. How to act right. You know, uh, how to kind of deal with authority a little bit. Because at the end of the day, I'm not your dad. I'm your coach. And I can only do so much for you 
during why I can. So uh, I know a lot of kids, like my parents would tell you, like a lot of kids don't like, like, oh, my kid don't listen. He don't listen. And like I tell my parents, like, I have no problem with your kids on my field. If those boys listen to me, um, when we're out there, uh, I run a strict policy on the field because, you know, a lot of kids like to talk back. Uh, I don't allow talking on my field. If it's not about football, if you're not asking me a question how to do a drill, I don't want to hear it. There's times for that, you know. You got to be able to put the discipline into the kids. And, like, it's not mean because it's love. Because, you know, you want the best out of these kids. But, you know, they're young. So you got to grab their attention span. Mm -hmm. Can't let it slip for too long. So, like, and I grew up with a million nieces, nephews, kids around the block my age. Like, I know how to deal with kids. You know, they want to have fun, but it needs to be structured when it comes to football. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's true, man. You definitely have the passion, man. Like, that's that's the one thing about having, like, a coach, like, you want to see is how much that coach cares. You care. Like, you love – you. I, I can honestly say you love these these kids. Like, you can just see the, – the way you talk about it right now, it's like you're ble- – like, it's flushing out of you, like, that's that's always a positive, man. That's great having a coach like you, man. I I, I was coached by, I would say, passionate coaches like Rock. <laughs> I mean, a good coach can actually, you know, teach you more than just football. Yes. And Rock's looking like he's doing that, man. I gotta get, I gotta hand it to him. I tell parents I had a I had a issue. We had well, I never have an issue with my kids, but a, one of my kids on the team was having trouble in school, and like the parents didn't know what to do, and I was like, here, like here's my number. Like, if I got to sit down with him a half hour before practice like or after practice or even during practice or you need me to do something, I'm the type of coach. I'll show up to school if you need me to talk to him. Oh, wow. Like, I'm there for you. I want to be there for these kids, you know? Oh, wow. I like that. Wow. That's good, though, because like, like you said, Paul, like, they, what you're doing is teaching them how to be a leader, how to be a, a, a adult, a man, and... When you teach it to them young, it's not going to kick in as well when they're that young, but it's going to go forward when they get older. And that's very important. Mm-hmm. And a- a- every single coach that I've ever had that always was very, you know, there's one one coach in particular that I, my dad coached me a lot, but one coach in particular, still I still think about some things he says. I was only like 12 years old. Coach Frank, bro. Coach Frank. Everybody thought he was an asshole because he had no kids on the team. But he was always so structured with us. Same thing. He didn't allow us to speak when we were doing practices or nothing. And we're all like, yo, this this dude was an asshole. Now we look back at it 20 years later. We're like, man, this guy taught me this back then. I still do little things that he did. So that's why, like, doing what you're doing, it's going to help them in the long run. And, and like, so Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I had a coach like that uh, in middle school, Coach Hangey for Stewart. Stewart? Stewart? Yeah. Right. I'm, that man, like. You would have thought he was an asshole, but he cared. He wanted he wanted the best out of you. Like he didn't play any games, but he was a good coach. He could get you going, like you hated him, but you loved him. Yeah, that's the best yeah. type of coach, man. You know, exactly, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about what you coach. So me and Paulie both know you coach uh, football. So you coach the LP Warriors. So tell us a little bit about your squad. Like how old are they, um, and how many kids do you have on the team? Stuff like that. So, yeah, so I coach for the Lower Providence Warriors. Shout out to my guys, black and yellow, and they're only getting a black Mm. and yellow strictly for LP. Any other time, I hate those colors. But (laughs) for LP, I'll show show some love. But um, 
So my age group is six to eight years old. It's the 65-pound kids. So it's, so it's educational football. And, you know, you teach them the basics and pretty much how to play the sport. And what I try to do for these kids, I try to give them the passion. Like, hey, like I want you, and not that everybody will, but I want you to love this sport like I love this sport. Like, this isn't, like, for some kids, like, this isn't a discipline. You know how some, like, parents will put kids in sports, put them in there, and then they'll, they'll not want to play. But by the end of the season comes, these kids are dogs. Yeah, I know exactly like, what you mean. So these are young kids. So I can decide to coach young kids. There's levels, there's flag, and then there's 90s, which I'll be coaching next year. Oh, yeah, um, moving. Yeah, moving, moving up, up to the 90s. Cha- moving up to championship level football. Okay, all right. So then you got 105s and 125s for our program. And uh, we're a pretty good program. This year we were a little down trying to get kids. It was hard. Uh, we were blessed because we started out with 27, which I don't care what anybody tells you. Being able to have a, being able to have an 11 kids on offense and 11 kids on defense while you're trying to practice is everything. Yeah, because when you're in game situations, you can now see where 11 kids on the field, where some teams only got three or four guys. And then a coach got to go out there and hold a bag or parents got to come out and hold a bag. But in the same sense, when it comes to game time, a kid's going to move how a kid's going to move. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I know exactly. So, so yeah, yeah, it makes it a lot easier. So you're, I want to I want to get in on the topic of you were talking about the kids in the beginning of the year they don't really want to play and then at the end of the year they turn into dogs. So let's I want to hear I want to hear I know you got a story about a, some kid in particular that like was influenced by the way you were teaching them and then by the end of the year they were like crying that the season was over. Oh my God, I have I have you could say that for all my kids yeah. like. I have I had eleven really good kids. I mean, like when it comes to youth football, it's really it's not really that hard because if you have the kids that can do the job, it makes your job a lot easier. Hell yeah! And I was so blessed to have like I mean I had some I had some football players, man. I had some real dogs out there. Um, I had a kid on one play. Um, we call him sideline because. Sideline. He can run sideline and sideline in like two seconds. Oh, wow. So this kid is so fast. Uh, they had a play. They ran a, um, pretty much a, a, like a pitch to the right. I'm sorry, a pitch, yeah, pitch to the right. The kid missed the tackle. Came back around no, sir. and hawked the kid 20 yards downfield and saved the touchdown. So this kid missed, and he had to wrap his body around and be able to run upside the field. And not only that, but he dove at the kid's legs. Oh, shit. So at like this age, for a kid to do that, and now this kid is also the first time he ever played football. This is his first year Mm -hmm. ever playing football. So like this is some of the talent that I got on my team. First year kids. That's awesome. Like, picked it up just like that. Like, Damn, man. <laughs> this kid was a rocket, man. I used him in all types of schemes. Um, 
put him. I like, I like to put him at safety for because he was my safety net. Like I knew if a kid broke outside of the field, he was getting them. Yeah, he was he was getting them, and um, we were a real good team. We were a very defensive team. We let up three touchdowns all year. Wow, how many games did you play? Nine. Three touchdowns in nine games. Wow. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that is yeah. Um, like, and like some of, these, man, some of these teams are really good. Like, there's it's co- it's competitive. It's real, I don't care what anybody tells you. It's so competitive. There's these like these kids are like are awesome. And like to watch them grow through the season at this age because it's just beginning football. They're just beginners. They're not even getting into because everybody knows who plays football. It gets harder the more you go up. Yeah, for the sport sure. don't get any easier. Yeah, no, nah, it's always. It don't. Nah, nah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And um, I had to, I had another, so this kid. I had another kid on defense. I'm gonna talk about him a little bit. His name's Jock. Uh, this kid could blow an a gap up. Blitz. He was stocky. He was like a bull. We called him refrigerator. Because <laughs> yo, this kid, he terrorized. Centers all year. Wherever he put him, he was my blitzer. I had him wherever I put him in any gap, he would blow it up and get back there and disrupt the play, make the <laughs> tackle. The kid and the kid that must have had like 90 tackles this year at, oh, wow. at uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, at 65 pound level football. I'm not even like trying to uh cap it up. I mean, this kid was in on almost every tackle. He won defensive player of the year. <laughs> Damn, yeah, him really- and I had I had another linebacker. They were my two like they were my two dogs. I called them the Bash Brothers. Uh, this kid Rob, we called him Strictly Business. When he came to play football, he came to play. He didn't talk. He flexed out in the field. He did his thing. I mean, this kid was a ball hawk. I had some videos, and like I always love going to like videos because like watching mm-hmm. kids do like great things at this age is like so amazing. Cause it's like wow, these kids are talented. Given the right coaching and going through football programs, like these kids are going to be great one day. Like, and you get to see it from the beginning, which is is beautiful. Because any any growth that you see in a child is, like, you know, you appreciate it. You learn to love it as a coach. Because it's like, hey, something I'm doing is helping this kid love this sport, play this sport, want to be better at this sport. This kid could find the ball. He was a ball hawk. Wherever that ball was going, I seen him shuffle, 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 break and attack. Like it's like okay, this kid's technique at this level is is great. Like for a linebacker, it's amazing. I'm telling you, these kids negative yards all like, at least we might have let up in in six games like maybe eighty yards total. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, posting about that. That is on that team. God, we have some killers, man. It's just where you place the kids. It's how all you place them, how you talk to them. You know, you go through things at practice. They pick it up and you implement it in the game. And like, and, and like at this level, it's a lot easier because you're out there. The, you're out there on the field with the kids. So you're not coaching from the sideline at this level. You're on there with the kids. So you're able to make adjustments and be yeah. in kids' ears, be out there with them to talk to them. Something goes bad. Yeah. Um, and I love that. Especially like being a coach, trying to figure out another coach's offense yeah. and what you can do. Like I was big on, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, 
a lot of, and then we did lose one. So we went six, one and two. That was our record this year. Um, it's a, it's a winning record in my book. Uh, we, we tied with Upper Dublin and we tied with Conchie. Conchie's tied. They were really good games. But um, so we played Harleysville, and I want to give a shout out to Harleysville because their coaches are really good dudes. Uh, so we played Harleysville in preseason, and we blew them out. 32, it was like 32 nothing. Yeah. No mercy rule? <laughs> no, that is a mercy rule. If you score more than 32 <laughs> points and the other team doesn't score, it's like a big fine. You can be suspended. Holy shit, yeah. Can't yeah, yeah. Out, right? try not to, you can't end up being like 142 to nothing. You got 21 on the team back in the day. It was over. Yeah, yeah no. There's a point rule, so you can't just blow kids out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we... So, and a bad move I've made as a coach. So we go into this game, and all week at practice, I'm like, you know, these dudes, are, uh, this, this is going to be a cakewalk. Uh, we're going to go in there, like, we're going to stop them. Like, you know, we're undefeated. We're not scored on. Like, you know, big coach, you know, get the kids hyped. Like, yeah, you know, cakewalk. We go into that game. And it's a defensive game all uh, quarter. So it's we're up 6 nothing. We score in the third because we're not getting anywhere. Like, we're not going anywhere. We're both stopping the ball. We're moving. We're stopping. We're getting turnovers, both sides of the ball. So it's like fourth quarter, 55 seconds left. Kid breaks up the middle, cuts out. Uh, he cuts out to the right. Three of my kids miss a tackle. He scores. Ooh. And that's the first time we got scored on all season. Damn. So, like, How many the coaches, we- those kids were so excited. Oh, like, man. when Harleysville, because, you know, they've never been scored. Like, you know, we've never been scored on. And they get yeah. the extra point. So, we go down and we get the ball back. And our kids make an attempt and we lose the game. So, I, yeah. you know, I went in there. It humbled. Let me tell you something. It was a humble. When you have to look at 22 crying faces. I was going to say, how did they handle that? How did the kids handle that? Oh, my God. They were, bro- they were like, heartbroken, yo. It oh, killed me. It's like, I got to be there for you. Like, I want to cry with the kids, but, like, you can't. Because, <laughs> oh, like, man. yo, it was so heartbreaking. Because, you know, we're, we're, we were on the track to have one of those seasons. You know, we are all, like, because we knew we were a good team. We weren't cocky. You know, we weren't any of that. We were a very humble team. I've all, like, after the game, the Harleysville game, before I even went and talked to my kids, I went and talked to the coach and I was like, hey, can I talk to your kids? And they gathered the kids up. And I was like, listen, man, like, I want to let you guys know how proud I am of you guys. Like, last time we came here, like, we're a really good team. And today, you won. Like, you worked hard and you beat us. You asked awesome. them. This was their Super Bowl. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so, like, those. They were, those kids were so happy. So, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's about the kids. Like, I can't be, as a coach, you can't just all, you know, it's all, even with the other team, like, you got to be sportsmanship. Yes. So, my kids, like, hey, I went over and talked to them. And I congratulated those kids. Like, you know, and the coaches, like, hey, man, like, you guys are a class act. Like, that's hard to do these days because, you know, a lot of coaches are just dads. Yeah. 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 So, it's always like a measuring contest. It's not really about coaching. 
That's true. Well, that's good. That's you did true. that though, man. Like that, that, that shows a lot for real. Yeah. And you, know, you got to tease my kids that when I was teasing, I'm like, listen, man, I was like, just cause you lost doesn't make you a loser. Yeah. So oh, I was like, I was like, we were riding a high horse and we got humbled today. You don't like this feeling. No coach. We don't. <laughs> I was like, this is what it feels like to lose. And we deserved it. They, that team played better today. And they won. They deserve that win. We deserve this loss. Sometimes it's going to fall in your favor. You ain't going to win every game. It'd be nice. But sometimes it doesn't always happen. And boy, did that loss put them into... Because Upper Dublin and, like, Upper Dublin and Conchie, they were, really, they were really good teams. It put those boys... Man, they were tough games. Tough games those boys played. And we got to Conchie. And oh man, it was just that was a big mess. Like it was such a like coaches, like coaches screaming on the field, like at the kids, like it was a really high energy game. Like it was a deep game. And like it ended up being 12 12, and we were happy. Because everyone was talking about Conchi was gonna blow us out 26 nothing. <coughs> Is that they were they're a really good team. I think they were they had the best record in the league. They had the best record in the league, and they were a really good team, man. They got some really good kids out in concert. Uh, but yeah, we were so, really so happy because you know what? They worked hard, and it just showed their worries. It shows no matter what. And it was two night games. It was cold. But them boys were out there battling, man. Like, if your kids – if you can command your kids, they'll follow you into battle. Hey, that's sick, though. You know, uh, so, so you played country after you had that loss? The first game? That was the first game back? So, no. Next game we played... Um, next game we played... Uh, that was a tie. And then Conchie was a tie. Okay. Yeah. So, how, how did they handle the ties? Better than a loss or the same? <laughs> no, they were done. They handled it well. Because at the end of the day, I can only ask you to play four quarters for me. Yes. Shout out to Coach Mitch. That's his... Uh, <laughs> That's his thing for his boys. I can only ask you to play four quarters for me. You know what I mean? Uh, I was and you did that. Win or lose, if you played a football game, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more grateful that you went out and gave it your all. If you don't quit, because you know some people quit, I'd rather you take a loss like a man than take a loss and be bad about it. You got to know how to take losses, especially at this age going up. Cause it's only going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. that's true, man. And that, that's why it's a good thing that they have a coach like you because you look at these kids now, like people, you know, in even in professional sports, man, they don't know how to take a loss right. They don't know how to take not being the best on the field of their team right. And it, it, it it's sad sometimes. So, like for you to for you to go over to that coach when you guys lost, a lot of kids are going to remember that, and that that's very good for you to do. Because, like you said, I, most coaches I know that would do it. They're not going to do that. And uh, yeah. that shows, like, you teach kids humility, character, and that's going to go with them going forward. So that, that that's what they need. And, you know, that loss is probably more beneficial than all of your wins the whole year. Yes, it is. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I like how you handled the tie, too. I like huh? how you handled that. Like, I like how you handled that tie, too. Like, you were just like, listen, I, I can only get – you can only play four quarters for me. That's it. So I can ask for me. Like, most coaches yeah. are like, that's a half a loss. I said, how many times have we played in our young youth career and you've had a coach like, you didn't win, it's a half of a loss. Like, it's a, like you handled that perfect. 
Yeah, I mean, because, you know, you're not always going to win. And sometimes it's just going to go the way it is. If it's a tie, it's a tie. You didn't win, you didn't lose. You didn't lose, yeah. That's true. And we'll joke about the ties in practice like a loss. But we're going to respect it what it is. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you something. When you guys lost or, like, after every game, did you uh, teach the kids to focus on what they, like, weren't good at to help them improve at? Like, how did you handle, like, after the game practice? After like so after like after the games, I would never I would never berate my kids. Mm-hmm. So like, you tell them that we you know you say hey look there's a few things we need to work on at practice because like you know anybody doesn't want to be embarrassed in front of a whole group. Like you know if parents watchers kids you know yeah, some coaches be like that. that sometimes you know mm-hmm. kids like that. Yeah, I think we're not perfect we're human. Sometimes yeah. we lose our you know our temper our tempers can flare. Because it's competitive. You're, you know, you get like that in a competitive sport, especially like football because it's a warrior sport. It's a gladiator sport. There's nothing but adrenaline rushing out there. Yeah. So, you know, you talk to the kids, you know, so this is what we can do better, what we're going to work on. Good points and low points, pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right, though. A lot, a lot of coaches out there, especially in football, they berate their kids and then they quit. They never do it again. I feel like at that age, they're a little, they're a little too young. You know, you can do that in high school once they understand the meaning behind it. But at that age, I think you went about it the right way, man. That's a good way to go. About yeah, it. you know, you, you got to because they're kids. Yeah. If they're a little older, you know, I can talk to them a little bit more. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Dirty, you know what I mean? I can talk yeah. a little dirty, like chew them up a little bit. But they're kids; they're going to scream and yell and curse it. Yeah. They're, what, eight, nine-year-olds? Like, yeah, six-year-olds, eight-year-olds. Tender, they're tender-minded, bro. It's like... Yeah, yeah you know? Uh, you, don't, um, you don't want to poison them. You don't want to be like, you know, like... I play I play for the Northtown Bandits, so I've had some cool-ass coaches. I'm at, I've had some real dick out of coaches. So... Yeah, you need a good balance of coaches. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like... It, it all the, I coached alongside some good coaches too. Like the way a lot of people handle their kids is kind of how you want it to be. Like I never yelled at a kid when I go. I can honestly say I never yelled at a kid. I would just say I'm disappointed. I, I, just, I, I never yelled at. Know why I never yelled at the kid? Because if I yelled at him, he might be like, "Oh fuck you!" Like and if he gets that loud with me, I'm gonna have to come out of my character. So I talk to him how a grown man should talk to a man. You know what I mean? And they listen better like that. That's just how I do it. But my, it's funny because the coach that that stuck with me for my life, his name is uh Larry Hart. If you know who Larry Hart, any of the Hart's in Narstown, like shout out to him. He passed away a couple years ago. He all he did was scream. All he did, it, but it processed with me. Because uh, like, you know, I like it. I like it because you need, you need a mixture out there, and uh, I had a good mixture of coaches. Uh, I had Rob Hayes. Kurt Engel, Marcus Morales, uh, and a special shout out to uh, my nephew, Tamir Davis. Bought him up. He coached with first year coaching, and he did an amazing job. Like, my coaches did an amazing job with their kids. Are you bringing um, them guys like with you to the 90s? Yeah. So, what happens is, what's going to happen next year is there's a 90 coaches, they're going to stay with the 90s. And we were already a pre team. And I also want to give them a shout out uh, Coach Mitch, Coach Deke, Coach Carl. Like, those guys bought me on. Like, they taught, like, Eric and Deke are, like, big. They taught me how to be a coach. And you pick up stuff along the way. Those guys are amazing coaches. Like, they're really good. To- like, they they taught me really how to be a defensive coach, 
how to like how to learn how to read plays on the, like how to read plays and just made me better as an overall coach. And you know, I put a little bit of that rock mix into it, and this is what you get. But yeah, so we'll be moving up with those guys. So it'll be our kids and a mix of their kids. And let me tell you, oh, we snap. are excited because we are going to have a team that is going to go to the championship. Oh yeah, Pop Warner, right? Uh, KSL. KSL. Okay, so is that uh, you got you guys go to Jersey, right? No, so we play like we'll play like we'll play like what's the Hicken, Crispin Gardens, uh, Hollysville. Okay. Roxboro, Pot, uh, Plymouth, Pottstown, like all kinds of local areas, couple Philly areas. Okay. Now, uh, what what date does that season start? Is that like in August? So the official season starts in August. That first week of August okay. is when practice starts. Whatever that first Monday is in August is when we start uh, training camp. And how but, long is the season? So it really depends on how they schedule it and how they get the kids because we had a late season this year. We almost ran up to Thanksgiving playing games. Yeah, that's a lot for kids. So like, we didn't get our first game until the middle of September. Wow. Yeah, it's late. And it's, a ni- and it's nine weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, we also had a cancellation game because, you know, COVID – so we had to push a game back. So really almost went 10 weeks. Yeah, that's that's a lot. It's a lot for six to eight-year-olds. It is, man. Oh, absolutely, it's a lot. Like, they're mentally, they're probably exhausted. They probably were exhausted than me. Oh, yeah, those kids are exhausted because, oh, my God. We're, you know, we're, we're big on running. My thing is, you know, a lot. You know, I'm sure a lot of coaches, but my thing is conditioning. When it comes to the fourth quarter, you, can, you, you find some of my videos you can hear. When it comes to the fourth quarter, we're not going to be tired. Yep. Every single coach I ever had that had that mentality, I hated him. <laughs> but by the end of the year, I was like, ain't nobody beating us. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Sure, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it feels good, man. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, you know, everybody always says, you know, you want to have fun. But you know what's better than having fun? Winning. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that hard like, work I had makes a lot, like, win. Man, like, I love my kids, man. I had a lot of good kids. A lot of good runners of the football. We scored a lot of points. Uh, we had a few trick plays. We had two pass plays for a couple pass plays for a touchdown, which at this le- like league, it's like you're not really passing the yeah. ball. So if you do, it's like shocking. Especially a six to eight year old throwing a touchdown pass. Yeah, it's right. pretty awesome. It's throwing, dot, throwing dots out there. <laughs> um, Got to run them and, RPOs. <laughs> we had like eight kids run the ball, man. And uh, they were all really good kids. They all gave their heart out in the field. They listen, which is the best part. If you get a kid that listens, just, I call them coaches' kids. You know, you get a bunch of kids. Like, we had smart kids, athletic kids. We had strong kids. Like, you get a, a mixture of everybody. It was just like a perfect storm. That's good, man. Yeah. Uh, so, you're in the off season right now. So, what are you doing in the yeah. off season when you're not able to get on the field and coach with the kids? You know, he, so, out, there, you know, he out there selling candy. Talking about, yeah, you know. <laughs> so I got, you know, I got some coaches that recruit that go out there and look for kids. And uh, what we're going to do as our program, we're going to try to get kids out at least once a, once a month, starting soon, get them working out this way. Because man, football takes it takes preparation. 
Yeah. And like a lot of hard things, you, know, you still get first year kids and like you really want your kids to be ready by the time training camp comes. So you can go through the basics, go through, you know, what needs to repeat it, you know, because you have to go over things and reteach things because football is always changing. Like the tackling form is, it's, it's different now. You can't, you know, yeah, they don't tackle like how we used to tackle. Can't, yeah. can't leave with your head. Can't, you can't, you know. Try to create a truck stick and shit. You gotta you with your head like, and it's because it used to be shoulder cross, you know, <laughs> yeah. head on the side, take down. Now it's like you got to break down in front of them, inside shoulder rat drop. That's a lot of that's. Uh, <laughs> I won't. I, I'll be getting in trouble. Who is this rat through everybody? Like, <laughs> I get in trouble. I mean, I can, man, I, like I'll be trying to put the ball out. Some of these kids hit like we hit this kid Bryce. He was our cornerback, smart kid. You got to put your smart kids at at cornerback at this age. Uh, he had a tackle, man, at the end of the game this season. I'm talking about it lit both sides of the crowd up. Put a shoulder on, boom! Like, blew this kid up. And it was, like, amazing. Like, because it's very high energy. She feels it's crazy because like, the parents for youth sports are almost ridiculous. I believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets wild, man. You you sports gets wild. It does. We seen little tykes Friday night. What was oh it? Friday night tykes. You yeah. remember that one kid on there? Girl, she gets heated like that. Yeah, the parents it's, like fighting each other. Dude, parents fight, screaming at the ref, like, yo, it'll cost teams yards and penalties. Like, you know, just like calm down. Like, it's cool. We got this. Because, like. Sometimes our program gets a bad rep, and like I would like to try to, you know, a bunch of coaches, we want to try to turn it around for us. So it, it helps, man. I'll tell you, if the refs like it, you know what I mean? If the refs change your organization, it's, sometimes it's a tough game. I see some bad games this year, not going LP's favor, and it was some game winning calls. <coughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's funny it happened with that six to eight year old. <laughs> like, I don't know. What yo? So what was the craziest thing a parent has ever said to you? At nothing. At nothing mm-hmm. about this year. Not even an opposing team. Huh? Not even an opposing team. Nothing to me. Not really. I mean, Kashi's wow, they're screaming stuff, but it's never like anything drawing. But nothing. I I'm a I I, I don't scream and yell. Like, that's not my thing. Like, I don't like going out there, screaming and yelling, putting down people or kids. Like, you know, when I do, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do it in my kids' ear. Yo, go out yeah. there, mess the game up, they ain't got nothing for you. I'm not going to scream it out for the other kids to hear. Like, that's not coaching football. Yeah. I like that. Like, I, I, I like the competitive, and believe me, I've, you know, I talk to trash my sports days, but you say, I can't see you not talking shit. That's why I'm like shocked, right? Because I'm not gonna talk to I'm not talk to a six or seven year old kid like yo, let the kids do it. This is their time. Like I ain't gonna yeah. I ain't gonna rap with the other coaches. Cause you're not gonna say you're gonna be cause a lot of coaches they were upset because you know they got shut down most of the year. It's hard yeah. when you, you're trying your best place and you're not going anywhere. Yeah. But I'm not gonna get that energy back and say, hey man, like we gotta do better for the kids. We gotta do better for the program. Uh, one day I would like to, I would like more kids to be in the program. I would like kids to fill up at LP and all of our levels are 125s or 105s, 90s, 65s to the point where we can have JV teams where kids that aren't 
getting football or still need some growth to play. Because at ours, you know, it's age and weight. So some kids need a little bit more time in lower the programs. Yeah. To get to those A-team programs. And sometimes we can barely draw 13, 14 kids for his team. Yeah. I think that's going to change a little this year, though. I think But, so. you know, that's hopefully, you know, a lot of people watched our program. Uh, I feel like we get garnered a lot of respect for, our, you know, our coaches and how our 65s did that people might want to come play next year. Yeah. I'm also a likable guy, so. Yeah, for sure. That's true. I ain't going to scream and argue with you. You know, I never disrespect no, and I'm not going to disrespect you. Like, I'm a humble bee. Hey. <laughs> so, I, b- back to uh, what you guys are doing in the offseason. I saw you guys posted that you're going to be doing uh, some camps for, for kids. Uh, yeah. Tell, tell some of the people on here about that, man, because I thought that was pretty awesome. So, uh, one of my kids' dad is also a coach. His name is Rob Lucas. Uh, he is going to be helping kids at a camp. Let me pull up the flyer. I have the flyer on my phone. Give me one second. Yeah, yeah, I, I like seeing this because you know uh, there's not a lot of programs out there that do this stuff for kids. So, uh, yeah. especially in the off season, like you said, football takes a lot of effort and practice and preparation. So for you guys to get this for kids to do it over the the winter time, I think it's a great idea, man. It's like. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I think it's an amazing idea. When he told me, I'm like, it's perfect. It's perfect. Get the kids going early. Why wait six months, five months to May till April? Like, what's wrong with doing it now? Yeah, especially because at, at that age, man, they might forget about it in a year. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you might. It could be a long year. Things yep, happen, you know? Exactly. Yeah, you know, something like, happen. As long as you can keep the technique down when you put the pads on, Shouldn't change. So, um, so it's a uh, warrior athletics building strength, endurance, and confidence. High intensity, full body workout using natural body weight, burning body fat, and defining lean muscle, improving stamina and agility. It's in a group setting for first grade to eighth grade. Uh, dates for January the eighth, the fifteenth, the 29th Time from two to four p.m. Price is twenty five dollars a child. The gym location is 18 Caldwell Lane in Conchahawken, PA. Um, and I have one more. So this is also the other part of it. Um, please know everyone not participating in training must be masked. Temperatures will be checked upon entry. Please know no outside money shoes allowed on the gym floor. It's a custom spring floor. Uh, the payment is 25 per child. Payments can be made in cash, memo, or cash app. The cash app is money sign B R U N I 22. And Vemo is at Brittany M O R A B. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Uh, and the guy is, he knows what he's doing. Um, great dude. Uh, talked to him through a lot of the season. Also liked him as a parent because uh, I like a parent that was willing to help out and give suggestions and never like, put down the team. He was always one trying to, you know, give ideas and just put some a positive input. Great dude. And I think uh, the kids going there, coming out of it, will be a, be way better off come football season. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, they didn't really have a lot of that when I was growing up. But I know. Yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't play the next sport after that. 
Yeah, well, you just had to go yeah, rolling the basketball and wrestling. A lot of times when I was growing up, the one of the only ones that had programs was baseball. Like uh, some of my baseball coaches did that, and yeah. you know, from from me to be honest with you, I, like as I grew up getting older, I realized that I didn't really like baseball. But when I was a kid, I liked doing it because I liked seeing the people that I did it with, and a lot of them I'm still friends with. So like you doing that to help the kids for. You know, to get them in shape and all, it's going to help them build relationships as well. So I think that's also a huge positive for you guys doing it. Yeah, and it's great for the kids. And because, like, you know, everybody brings something to the table. Like, you know, I uh, I know football, but I know how to play alignment and defensive tackle and better. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. brings mm-hmm. like, like, I can teach them how to run. I can teach them everything about running. But, you know, with him, he's very good on that side of the athletic, the agility side, the strength, natural body weight, you know. See, maybe we can get some young Herschel Walkers. Hey, man, you never know. (laughs) I mean, kids are amazing, man. Like, just youth in general. I mean, that's where it's at. Uh, And I feel as our roles as an adult, just how I feel is like, hey, as a person, man, we got to be able to help the next person. Like, sometimes not everything's about us. Absolutely. It's always about helping hand what you can do for somebody. Um, you know, I don't want to be remembered as some rich guy or I just want to be remembered as a guy who care. I like that, man. You know, like uh, a lot of people don't think like that. And that's how that's what we need. We need leaders like that out there. There's a lot of people out there that try to lead, but they want to make sure their wallet gets taken care of first. And that, that's not what it's about, man. It's about making an impact. And I'll tell you for damn sure, you're making an impact, man. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing. For real, don't stop doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. We need more coaches like Coach Rock out here, man. Guys who actually care, want to see these kids. Yeah, you know, you know and then I want up from you. Give me a couple of tickets to your games. <laughs> <laughs> let, me come, let me come watch a young, product, a young product of mine. Let me just see you out in the field one time. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Nah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> Yo, but uh, before we get you out of here, man, I just want to tell you, like, I'm proud of what you're doing, man. Uh, being from town, knowing you, being in the fantasy football league with you, you know. Uh, yeah, man, love it. Yeah, going to the same high school, same area. It's it's awesome to see people like you doing what you're doing. And it makes me want to do more stuff for myself as well. So keep leading the way because you're going to get people out there that have a like mind like you that are going to join you. So y'all already see me. I'm going to try and help you out this year, see what I can do. And you're going to get more people coming with you too, man. So keep leading the way. Yeah, man. And, you know, if anybody has some kids uh, that want to play football, they're nervous about it, uh, we, have, we have a good sports program all the way through at all levels. Uh, we would love to have you guys out there. Come see what they're about. At the end of the day, you take a chance or you don't take a chance. But we're here for whoever wants to be here with us. Love it, man. Paulie, before we get That's out of here, you got anything you want to say? Absolutely. First, I got a question. Rock, y'all still need an announcer? Uh, we players? always can need an announcer. Yeah. I might I might have to take this job. I might have to. It gets exciting out there. It, bro, there is nothing. A Little League announcer gets so hyped, bro. And it comes up with the hype is nickname. I'm I always to- love the, the announcers that are always into the game and not just the yeah. guys are just like calling things out. Gives me a little crack right. up while I'm out in the field. Or it's like the the nicknames the announcers give them, like Tommy Pot Rose Johnson, like oh, dog. It's, dog, you're killing me. Uh, no. Paul, I feel like you'd be the announcer. You'd be like a mix of John Madden and Dickie V. 
You'd That's like, damn right. You'd be in a combo. We grew up on that shit. So you'd be like, yo, what is this guy saying? <laughs> oh my God. That's why I wouldn't do it. Like, but on another note, though, Lil Rock, you're doing great, man. Thank and you. Always appreciate we, it. We need more, you know, coaches like you. And you're leading the way. Like, it's crazy because we're both the same age. And, like, you got me, like, hyped up, ready to play, bro. Like, when I yeah, saw, man. When you put that, when you put that video of, who got my backup? Dog, I got up. I was in the middle. I was, I, it was like, it was early, early December when that shit came out. I got up and was like, I got you that. Like, I was getting hyped. Like, you're perfect for this job, bro. So before we leave, I just want to just comment on that one part. I love that chant. Like, and like kids loved it too. Like, that was the best part. Like, cause at the end, I would always go, ah, and like I would go into the huddle and like all the kids would come into the huddle. Like, and like we did it at the end of the game, which was really great. Cause we were on the sidelines and, uh, like, rock the hero one more time. Who got my back? And then the yo, whole yo, crowd, yo, yo. man, like the whole crowd was chanting it. It was so beautiful. And my kids all came in and gave me a hug. It was a perfect way to wrap up a season, man. That's super great. dope, man. It's yeah. super dope. Like that. See, stuff like that. Like, that's, that's what I like to see. Yeah, <laughs> it's man, it's like, like, that's more than football to me. Like, yeah, guys, I want to thank you guys for having me. It was a great time. time I enjoyed time talking about something I feel passionate about, and I'm glad you gave me an avenue to do it. Oh, yeah, man. We, we're Absolutely. glad to have you, you on. Bro. We're honored to have you on, bro. Uh, like I said again, doing what you do, man, it's it's awesome to see. We love it. And we know you ain't going nowhere, so it, it means even more to uh, have the ability to know you, man. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. We're going to uh, link up later this year or next week, whatever. We're going to link up. I'll tell you that. And uh, keep doing it, bro. Keep doing it. Much respect. Yeah, man. Phone's always available. Sure, man. Hell yeah. But all right. All thanks right. thanks hey, for hopping on. Be safe, man. guys. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Peace out, all brother. All right, brother. Yeah.